Welcome to Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. I'm Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Jo. <laughs> CCJ. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. And today we're in January. It might be doom and gloom as far as the weather goes and cold and rainy and drizzly and horrible. But we're in a positive mood, aren't we, ladies? We absolutely are. I wanted to bring a positive, shining, little, audible light because generally the second week in January is like, oh my God, it's kind of the lull after Christmas and it's mid-month and it's a long month and it's meh. But no, we wanted to bring a bit of positivity to your ears. We're bringing Pink Monday instead of Blue Monday, aren't we? Oh, Raspberry. Raspberry Monday. Raspberry Monday. Let's have Raspberry Monday. Why not? And... Might there be any cocktails left over from Christmas? Well, you know. Or could, could we remake, could we save the recipe and make some? Or if we're doing dry January, can we do the non-alcoholic version of the raspberry flamingo cocktail? Because no. there is some, I believe. No, there isn't. There's not? No. Oh, did you no. get that one into touch? No. If you don't like alcohol and you don't want to get pissed, don't drink my cocktail. It's as simple as that. Fair it's enough. It's lethal. It's lethal. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Raspberry Monday, then. I think that's a great idea. Raspberry Monday. So, what do you both do to keep yourself positive? Because we all have times when we don't feel as positive. We do. Have, if you're feeling a bit fed up or a bit down, what do you do to pull yourself out of it? Something that I never used to do. What I often used to do when I was feeling <sighs> down was take myself to bed. And I would just give myself a few hours of get yourself together, woman, sort yourself out. And actually now I just step back for a few minutes and just breathe it all in. And it is amazing. I, I'm, I've always been quite a positive person, haven't I, anyway? And I am very conscious that... There's this phrase, toxic positivity, isn't there now? Have you heard of it, toxic positivity? And there's so many people out there that think happy, smiley people are always happy, smiley people, and they are not. We will tell you, give yourself a break. If you're feeling crap, if you're feeling a bit meh, if you're feeling a bit Blue Monday-ish, let yourself feel that way. Don't have, let a go rasp- on. Have, a, have a blue slush puppy because it's raspberry flavoured. <laughs> Good idea. I like that. What a perfect segue that was. Um, yeah, do you know what? It's natural. It's human. Don't beat yourself up about it because actually what you'll find is the more you beat yourself up about it, the longer it will go on for. And you'll regret saying something that you've said and that will go on for days and weeks and months. You don't need to. Everybody has those moments. Everybody has that time in their life where it's just like, Ugh. What about you, Claire? I think I reframe. I think you you get that moment where, let's say it's anything other than positive, and positive does not have to be happy, smiling. It can just be calm, it can be settled, it can be you are actually balanced and okay. Just So don't always go straight to happy, smiling, give you positive. That's not positive. That's the end of the scale. But I think I've learned in the, certainly last year, or last 18 months that reframing so you just kind of 
stop where you're at. Maybe do a quick assess. No, that really did irk me. Sometimes it's going to last uh, five minutes, five hours. Might be five days if it's something big. But if you frame it and then try and process it and think, right, well, that's going to happen regardless. There is nothing I can do about that situation, that thing, that bill, that whatever. Okay, so what can you do something about? And then that taking control of the situation in whatever way or a way equal to it kind of lifts you back up so you you can you can then sort of ground yourself again if you once you accept that some things you can't do anything about oh for god's sake i've got a flat tire today right okay i've got a spare no can't change that then right am i going to get to where i need to be you you then think about what you can do to fix that situation but definitely and that's one thing I think it's what you said, Claire, that's resonated with me. And it will always, I will never forget that, that positivity only has to be 51%. It's that 1% that tips the scale back towards the happy, smiling, whatever end of the scale. Yeah. I think for me, the one thing I learned to do a lot of years ago is it works for me. It might not work for everybody is to put a time frame on things. So I find myself and I think the key thing here is you've got to find yourself thinking in a negative way or feeling low because you don't always recognize it sometimes you recognize it instantly sometimes it's 10 minutes sometimes it's two days but as soon as you recognize it work out what it is you're feeling and put a time frame on it and I use I used to say to myself tomorrow I will wake up and it'll be different as soon as I'd said that, things changed inside me. Yeah. And now, and from that, I sort of developed it. And I went, is this a 10-minute problem? Is this a two-hour problem? Is this till tomorrow morning? Yeah. But I never give myself past tomorrow morning. Yeah. Because I just think, it, as, as Claire just said, it's not what's happening. Sometimes things are beyond our control our response and we can all control our response yeah and we realize what's going on and and the key phrase here is to anybody is be kind to yourself because sometimes you don't realize how you are feeling or yeah. where your mood is or whatever else but as soon as you do that's what the point you can change it one thing you just said claire that i'd like you to or joe to explain because some people might not understand is you've used the phrase frame it yeah not everybody might know what you mean by that so to to frame it or reframe it try and step back out of the situation once you've recognized this is either negative or i don't like this it's just this doesn't sit right something's wrong try and step back and and then think what is it what's happened look at the that kind of factual things, like I said, the example, I've got a flat tire on the car. I've just, I've just kicked the dog or, do you know, something's happened and they're the more obvious things. It might be that you are trying to do too much at once and that's creating an environment that's making you feel pressured and negative and uncomfortable. They're the things that are a lot harder to see and do something about, but if you can just stop and take a breath, then look at look at what's in front of you and try and find the 
like Claire said, the, the why, what's why and what is making you feel the way you're feeling. And then once you've got that, you can then choose to do something about it. You think, right, so, oh, that's what it is. Okay, put it to bed. Or I don't like that. I'm going to do something different and, and then so look you, away from it. So do you mean, Claire, put the situation, make the situation as though it was a photograph in a frame? Potentially, yeah. And you're looking, looking at, at it, it from the outside. Yeah, if you're looking at it from the outside, like usually if, you, if you're speaking to a friend or somebody else and they're telling you about something that's going on in their life, because you are on the outside of it, you can see it differently. When you're in it and you're buried in it and you're drowning in it or whatever, you can't always see the way out. So, yeah, if you, that's a really good way of putting it, actually. Yeah. You, you literally are putting a different perspective on the yeah. whole situation. But... but that can be really, really difficult to do. If, if it's something you're feeling terrible about or very upset about, stepping out of it can be something I couldn't do it. That's why I use the time limit thing. So, Joe, you know, the coach, what would you recommend if somebody feels like they're in an they're in a emotion or a situation that they can't step out of, they can't see? It's it's there's very um, various ways that we can look at this. And sometimes all it takes is to turn the situation back round. And I will say, if you were coming to me with this problem. How might you tell me to deal with it? And actually, that is a real aha moment for them, because it's like, whoa. I'm giving the opportunity back to them to think but from a different angle so if you were giving me the the sort of guidance and the opportunity I suppose so it, just it to review to you, it not to them to them yeah what so turn the tables to do? yeah and it's like all of a sudden it's like well I don't know what I would say okay and then there's this beautiful coaching phrase isn't there Claire okay well if you did know what would that look like <laughs> the first few times I said that it was like that's so patronizing but actually do you know and all of a sudden it comes out I think that going building on that though it's having a conversation so is there somebody else you can talk to that's the key yeah if you can't do that write it down you get in the getting whatever it is that's bothering you and it doesn't have to make any sense yeah get it out you can then look at it look back at it or you can get some reflection or some re- a response back from somebody else in a journal though not on social media yes exactly one one person i dealt with some sort of therapy thing it was something that was more like a emotional type problems that might make you feel near was write it down so it might be another person that you feel has caused you some angst yeah write them a letter and then burn it yeah safely of course yeah I did that with my ex-husband it's, it's, the most, it's, it's a beautiful thing to do isn't it because mm-hmm. it's for your eyes only and that's the key thing also about journaling some people really freak when you say the word have you journaled do you journal and it's like oh I need a book okay yeah you need a book um try and keep it all in the one place not on a piece of paper because anything that's on a piece of paper is not going to end up well because it will end up somewhere where it's either not meant to be going or you will lose it so, however I've got to, I've got to challenge that Joe challenge away because for example when Laura's dad left 
I was in a really bad place. I'd got a 10-day-old baby. It wasn't fun. Um, if I'd have had it in a book, that would have meant I could kept reading that and kept myself in that place. I needed to write a letter on paper that I could destroy the next morning. Doing a letter separately, yes. Don't right. do the letter in the book because you actually physically want that emotion and that, that sense of getting rid of that letter. Journaling, do that separately. Yes, yeah, so journaling. I've, in I've tried journaling. I've it's tried funny, it so many times. I don't journal. All it is is it can just be words. It is literally a download of what is going on in your head to get it out of Maybe your system. Nothing. <laughs> and and different people have it in different ways. And you know the, the understanding of the use of journaling. It, it's getting more and more well known. It's getting more and more talked about. Mm. And I'd say 75% of my clients absolutely love it and it works for them. And it's the download before they go to sleep at night or it's the positivity in the morning because it can start your day. And you can use yes. your journal for anything, for your food log. It's not your Slimming World food log. You know, it, that's not what it is for, but it helps you see patterns. It helps you see threads. I think, I, think because, I think writing down what you're grateful for every morning. That's a real, really, start. really positive way to start your day. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and we, we were talking last week about goal setting and, um, you know, setting your resolutions and what have you. It keeps your focus. It keeps you moving forward. And actually, positivity is so much about gratitude. Gratitude is so much about positivity. The two are so heavily interlinked and you can't help but smile when and you start thing, looking at things that you're grateful for. Yeah, and the thing I think is some people are in a bad bad place and, and life's not being very kind to them at the moment and they go, well, I've nothing to be grateful for, but actually every single uh, one of us, yeah. and I'm talking, I'm talking about the UK here, so, you know, we've we've all got electricity to our homes we can t we can flick a switch well we've not well we didn't have before it's christmas been a few weeks. We? But there was a storm that knocked it out for a few people in but in the day, I'm, gen yes. I'm generalizing yeah. Yeah. you know we've woken up we're alive yeah we've most of us have woken up in a bed with a roof over our heads etc mm -hmm. etc et one thing one one thing one thing that uh, my uh, my granddad always used to say was I'm vertical and breathing. Yeah. It's a good day. Yeah. Literally. Sometimes that's, you know, that might be how you feel. That might be all you've got. But that's a positive thing, isn't it? And actually journaling on that is what gets forgotten because people tend to use their journal for all the negative things. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's just a book of moaning, basically, isn't it? And, and that's why I you said get I into the habit. Yeah, that's why I said I wouldn't want to do that because I'd end up reading through it. Yeah. And why would you want to do that? The thing if, that is really useful to look at is you've got through that moment. You're the other side of that moment now, and it didn't do any harm. It possibly hurt you at the time. Absolutely. It upset you, but you are still that's, here. That's the other thing I always tell myself. When, when things, times are tough in whatever way or I'm feeling overwhelmed or I'm overtired, temporary yes There's two things i tell myself it's temporary <laughs> sorry <laughs> there's just agreeing it's temporary actually this is part of my journey 
it's all learning, isn't it? And, and I, I honestly believe, and it's it's my personal belief, with it or not, that the universe will never throw something at me that I'm not strong enough to deal with. Yeah. So Sometimes I know really that it's temporary. To... It's gonna. I'm gonna get through it. And yeah. when I get through it, eventually I'll understand why I went through it. Yeah. And you know, as you say, we, we all go through our shizzle. Shizzle happens to us all. I love that word. <laughs> That's going to be my word of the decade, I think, Shizzle. I um, thought it was going to be discombobulation. Oh, discombobulation, yeah, because Shizzle causes discombobulation. I, I would say it's that discombobulation, Shizzle. Yeah. Either way. Sorry, back, back to... So we all go through it, and at some point we all get discombobulated, but we are getting through it, and that's the point. Yeah. You know, yeah. we are here. So bringing it back round to the positivity, yes, Acknowledging where you're at is one of the first things, isn't it? Acknowledging who you are and what is important to you. And not feeling bad about where you're at. And also not feeling bad about wanting more. Because whatever is out there, don't look at the rich people and say it's all right for them, they've got the money. Whatever is out there, as we all know, because we are universe followers, it is showing you that it is possible. So don't step back into the, I'm feeling sorry for myself, I'm in my victim mode, which I have definitely gone through. I was made redundant. It wasn't that I took redundancy. Now I took redundancy and look, I put my arms around it and I moved on. There is a positive in everything. So what do you two have anything you particularly do to lift yourself? So we've talked about techniques to sort of pull yourself from where you are yes how do you take that next step because for me it's audio books it can be audio books meditation oh my god just put my music on yeah music put my music on music's one of my go-to's it might yeah. be a certain playlist it might be certain songs yeah i also might watch my favorite tv programs or something like that I will generally always phone you, Claire, at some point, depending on what day it's on. If something's blown up at the weekend, I kind of leave it till Monday. I've now got Sam for that as well. So I think for me, it's having the right, I'm not say the right people, but certain people, because I don't take my problems, like I said, I don't take problems to mum, because I don't. my job is to not make mum worry. Do you know what I mean? She's probably going to worry about not worrying about anything. We do. But, We've all got elderly well, parents on this call. We, we but, know exactly. But you have, you have certain people that you will go to for certain things or certain times and things like that. And Claire mm. gives excellent counsel. <laughs> we, we try to share that with the masses by getting Claire to give her words of wisdom and knowledge and tips and things. And that, all hours actually on calls like this. So and uh, we've think, all got our doggies as well. Oh yeah, you can always we've grab all the got dogs our dogs. You dog doesn't even... want a cuddle when you want one though. Correct, correct. Even just opening your window, if you can't physically get outside, opening your window, breathing in some fresh air, and just as long as you don't live on a main road, you don't want to be doing that. <laughs> oh, Claire, breathing some fresh air and some noise. So, Claire, what would be for me? It's audiobooks. For you, it's music. What would be a piece of music that you'd put on to pull yourself up? Queen, Fat Bottom Girls. I love Step by Step with Houston. But yours would be music as well. Yeah. Although, you know, I live by the sea now, which was my dream of coming back to live here. 
and just getting the dog out, wind, rain, storm, whatever, it just makes me feel so happy. Mm. Actually, yeah, if you're thinking about getting outside, it's amazing how walking through the woods, it feels different to walking in a park or somewhere. Any walk's great, some fresh air's great if you can get out it takes you out of your current situation but walking through the woods just feels completely different when you're in wild nature so to speak aren't you it's not yeah. it's not you know planned nature that's landscaped it's it's natural it's it is nature it's like you're with the woods is the same as the beach i'm guessing Joe. yeah yeah isn't it it's yeah. it's just nature it's not human created whereas you, a park you, is created and maintained but you also being here I also I can't help but look at the sky and the cloud formations what you can see in the clouds and of course we've got like the whole of the de estuary where we are to look out on and it is phenomenal what you can just pick little images out of the clouds you can see a face you can see a body you can see an animal and I just love doing daft things like that so we've talked general we've talked of generic things as examples what things do you struggle with? What are there any specific things that you struggle with that make you a bit knock you a bit off your balance? And then how do you get out of those specifics? Just in case this sort of helps anyone who's listening to, to understand a bit more. Mine's usually when I feel we've got too much work on in Raspberry Flamingo and mm -hmm. It's not getting done quickly enough for the clients. The clients are all aware of when it will be done. Yeah. But I feel that we should be doing better. And I think it's, it's interesting because we did a customer survey and that's not the case at all. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's a personal feeling. Um, yeah. And the more work that comes in as it does, you know, particularly if I'm at that stage where we need another writer, I can feel quite overwhelmed by that. And I think mm -hmm. last year particularly, work exploded, but also I was still dealing with my aunt's death and the, the estate. Yeah. Um, and I did get to the point of feeling quite overwhelmed. Yeah. My go-to thing when that happens is rather than sit and watch telly or anything else I put my headphones in and I listen to the teachings of Abraham by Gary and Esther Hicks yeah it's it's very very long audiobook I mean it's seven plus hours in total yeah. obviously I don't listen to it all at once but it's the teachings that things like the secret and the law of attraction <coughs> excuse me were based on mm -hmm. and so Esther Hicks plays Abraham so when she speaks she Abraham speaking yeah. just her voice now takes me to a totally different place in my yeah. head and that and you've been listening to that for quite some time haven't you yeah it just makes me know that everything's okay yeah um music I love music I love music in the background and stuff like that but it's not something it's not a go-to for me mm -hmm. whereas that book and other books audiobooks are I wouldn't want to, I don't want to read it yeah because I want to hear that voice yeah it's it's the only time I watch all videos on social media and stuff like that with with sound off but yeah. when I need a boost I need that audiobook yeah oh you need to watch the memory I shared this morning of puppy Iris dreaming because she's muffin 
You need sound on that video because that. Okay, made... I'll put the sound on. For, for Iris, I'll put the sound on. Yeah. It's not listen to any of mine without the uh, subtitles on it now. It's not somebody rambling on. It's <laughs> dreaming noises. But yeah, sometimes I find it, I find it quite difficult actually. I can't, I'm trying to pinpoint now in answer to Joe's question. I think it's generally when something needs fixing, might be an item, might be a person, it might be a situation, and I can't relatively quickly see a way to mend, support, help. Yeah, you're a definite that, fixer, aren't you? That that I think causes me to feel not positive. I feel, I feel frustrated or I feel stuck or things like that. I need to reason it out and work it out. I think that's, on average, things that cause me to feel that way. Mm -hmm. Generally, once you've framed it or stepped back or had a conversation with somebody, then they put it on a different perspective. So they're all different ways of changing perspective that you can go, oh, yeah, didn't think of that. Or actually, you can't fix everything. That is not yours to fix. Or you can do I think that's, that's a really important point, actually, isn't it, Claire? Because some people are naturally, they want help in any situation. Sometimes the situation isn't yours to help. Yeah. So all you can do is just be there and support. Yeah. Yeah. And then, what about and you, Joe? quite uh, hard. Well, I asked the question and I've not been able to think of anything myself. I tend to get, I tend to feel, Claire, when you're struggling in Raspberry Flamingo, because obviously I can see the workload coming in and out and in and out. And I tend to struggle with not being able to deliver for other people. That really gets me. So it's a similar one to Claire in a sense. Yeah. It, it's not, you know, and, and having moved back closer to the family, we're closer to my dad now, and I see how they are more than I used to I used to have that distance between us and that really gets me when I can't be there to help them physically um everything with Covid the way it has been for the last year and a bit we've all tried really really hard to be good about that and you know keep our distances and it, it frustrates me more than anything and I have to again step back and see you know these things are out with my control and you can only do so much for yourself and for everyone else. And I think that's a really difficult one because I remember a few years ago, um, I literally did not have a moment to myself. Mm. If, I sat, if I sat down at night, my phone was constantly going because I, I was surrounded by people who were in a bad place. Yeah. And at some point you have to go, I can't, I'm one person. Yeah. All these other people relying on me for support. Yeah. I can't do it. It's affecting yeah. me. And I think it's really important because there's lots of people out there that I'm sure are listening to this that try to be there for everybody. Yeah. And you can't. It's not even the people pleaser, is it? It's the fact no. that you inside want to do these things for everyone. Well, it's just, you just want to listen or be there for somebody, don't you? It's not necessarily... Yeah you know you can do, physically do something for them to help them yeah but you won't be there for people you care about yeah when all those people around you are all in bad places it's really really tiring <laughs> it is it's, it's quite exhausting and I must admit again 
you know, you two taught me something really important when I first stepped into the coaching mode where I was initially, I couldn't switch off after the client sessions. And it's like, you're taking on all of this and you've got nowhere to process it. Um, and I have learned massively by doing that stepping back, giving the time to myself, blocking out certain times. I mean, I'd put different time gaps in between each session, um, even between the discovery call and a different client session, because they're just so completely different. And seeing the situation that so many people are in, um, I mean, I know when I went onto a sort of an advertising platform, um, I'm not going to mention the name of it. Um, however, to see the number of people who are crying out for help, you absolutely are not on your own if you're feeling in a bit of a dip or a bit of a rut. From the ages of, in fact, some were asking for help for their pre-teens mm -hmm. and then their teenagers right the way through to 60s and 70s. You know, I think it's brilliant that people are starting to open up and be open to asking for help and they want that positivity back. And heck, we all need it after the last two years or so, don't we? So, you know, whatever way, things are different. I, I have crystals sitting here on my desk. Um, Claire, you've probably got yours on. Yeah, you've got yours on there. Um, Claire Froggart's going to get something. I thought she was going to get a duck then. No, she's not. What's that? Saffron. And what's the, saffron's what's the worth more one? than gold, so how can you be skint if you've got saffron? Absolutely, yes. I also have ducks, <laughs> frogs, various items of Lego. It's a wonder I've got room to work, but yeah, I have lots of desk toys, let's call them. It's all gone quiet, because I've just held up. When, when Auntie Mary died, one of the things I found in the house was Uncle Eddie's wallet. Oh, yes. And we, I never got to say goodbye to Uncle Eddie because he died overseas. Yeah. And so um, I have his wallet with a photo of them both in it. And I keep that on my desk and I hold it every day and, and just say hello to them. It's Aww. different strokes for different folks, isn't it? Whatever matters to you, whatever is important to you, whatever works for you, that's it. No, just don't be afraid to shout out for some help. You're not on your own. And but big, big, just if you find yourself feeling down or negative or upset, yeah, and you don't beat yourself up if you've been in that place for a little while, yeah. But just, just you can't do anything about anything that's gone. You can yeah. only take control from the moment you realize something so realize it and try and move forward whether that's talking to somebody or in a time frame on it like I do or listening to music or ebook an audiobook whatever it might be but you can only deal with it from when you realize and that's okay yeah. it's okay that you've been in that place for a while yeah and we've as we've said being positive doesn't have to be happy and smiley it can be feeling calm it can be feeling collected it can be feeling settled one percent is what you're aiming for turn that 49 or 50 into 51 and then you go a step at a time so we all have dips we all have ups we all have downs it's how you ride the wave so to speak 
but we would love to hear it if you've got any different tips of how you can help lift yourself from feeling nay as a that's now a description we're going to get that put in the english dictionary um what are your things what do you do do you listen to music do you go for a walk what what helps you get through your turning that balance from feeling anything negative or not comfortable into something more positive we would love to hear about it as always drop a comment on the facebook post please like and share we want more people to hear the raspberry tea ladies rambling about all kinds of things <laughs> so go we're going to go off we're going to go and listen to fat bottom girls for one we're going to go and listen to step by step by whitney houston claire's going to listen to the learning of abraham no the teachings of abraham even and we're all going to go for a group yeah, or you might even listen to this pod chat. That might <laughs> you up. So absolutely, time for a brew. Bye. Bye. Bye.